This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Greetings, humans. You have entered the Command Zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. The world is a vampire. Secret Destroyer. Hold you up to the flames. And what do I get? For my pay. Betrayed desires. And a piece of the game. All right. Even though <laughs> I know, <laughs> I suppose I'll show all my cool and cold like old Joe. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. <laughs> Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Why is that song called Bullet with Butterfly Wings? They don't even say the words Bullet with Butterfly Wings once in the song. It should be called The World is a Vampire. Or Rat in a Cage. Oh, Rat in a Cage makes more sense. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But World is a Vampire for this episode of the podcast because... What's up, everybody? Uh, you're watching slash listening to the Command Zone podcast. My name is Jimmy Wong. How's it? It's Josh Lee Kwai. We're definitely getting demonetized for that one. <laughs> If we it ever, was too much of the song. Yeah, and it what well, it also means that we are accurate enough for the thing to go like. Beep, <laughs> oh yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Oh yeah. These so, people so are we're playing. Fine. So we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. We're I mean, fine. Yeah. if it does happen, I'm very honored. Uh, the world is a vampire though, because the Lost Caverns of Ixalan are almost here, and it comes with four brand new precons, including the one that we're going to be revealing every single card from today, including the brand new cards. Talking about the reprint value, all that good stuff. Dishing the numbers, crunching the numbers, and dishing it out to you. Uh, here it's, it is. Yeah, Blood Rites. it's Blood Rites, the vampire themed precon. Blood yeah. rights. Yeah, really exciting stuff. Um, but before we get into it, if you want to pick up this precon for yourself or any of the other three brand new precons, four in total for the Lost Caverns of Ixalan, head on over to our sponsor, cardkingdom.com slash command. They've got a huge selection of cards as well as sealed products, all of your magic card needs in a single convenient place. And that's not the only thing that's single and convenient. You can also get a single convenient package of all your cards in the mail when you order your uh, whatever you're getting. So if you're getting precons plus a little cards to spice it up, and you want it all to arrive at the exact same time, well, cardking.com slash command is your place to go. Not only do they have a great selection of cards, but you can also support the show yeah, while you're doing why it. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that? Also, so, got to say, I, I'm not sure, because we're recording this early, exactly how much of Lost Caverns of Ixalan has been spoiled, but this set looks very powerful. It <laughs> does not just look... It, I, just from the cards that are spoiled. We played it nuts. a little bit for some of the cards. Yeah, th yeah. they're impactful. So if you want to get your hands on that, for sure, cardkingdom.com slash command. And of course, once you get your hands on those cards, you want to protect them. You want them to stay in pristine condition. The game accessories brand that Jimmy and I, we trust our own cards and collections to, is Ultra Pro dot com slash command they make sleeves deck boxes play mats and all they have stuff. all of the theming around the lost caverns of ixalan so if you want to get your let's say you want to get this blood rights deck yeah and this is clavileño, clavileño. is the character name well i've got the clavileño what? play mat here in front of me nice. uh we've already sleeved this deck in the show them jimmy the clavileño, clavileño sleeves. sleeves there's a clavileño deck box yeah and they've done this for the other commanders and other cards in the set so if you really want to theme out your battlefield if you want to make even the room you're in look awesome they got wall scrolls and stuff like that ultrapro.com yeah. slash command they got everything you need they'll protect your products they are just the best yeah the lost caverns of Ixalan has some great really colorful vibrant art you can also see with this oh, yeah. claim i have here like Very you cool. want to get in on this if you want to get some product now is the time to do it uh real quick announcement we have a tiktok we've started a tiktok yeah, right on time, right when all the kids are doing it. Yeah, we were just... 
just a little <laughs> we're bit. We're at the late. front of the trend. We're actually, yeah. we're, it's you actually because of us. TikTok before. It's actually because of us that all the kids are on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we've been doing a lot of like YouTube shorts on our Instagram and YouTube as well. You may have seen. So TikTok is another foray into the social media world. If you're on there, you can find us. Uh, and the link, of course, will be in the show notes below. Yep. And then finally, if you want to support all of our content directly, you can go to patreon.com slash command zone. Our patrons get to join our community, interact with Jimmy, myself, Rachel, the whole team on our Discord all the time. Uh, they get all kinds of perks like seeing game nights and extra turns earlier than the general public. We have exclusive content on there that only the patrons get access to. So if you want to join our community, support the show, patreon.com slash command zone. And of course, another perk that patrons get is we shout out one lucky patron every single episode. And this episode is dedicated to Wyla Skinner. Wyla, you rock. rock. What a cool name. Yeah, it sounds like it could be a magic card. Yeah, it does totally. Wyla Skinner. Yeah, they're skinning warrior. Yeah. <laughs> and skinning things. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're like a wily skin. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're probably go. not a vampire. Maybe. Oh yeah, they could be. Yeah, maybe. Skin vampire. Wyla really- is a vampire. vampire. They get a custom song too. That's another Patreon bonus. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Everyone wants to know what is in this pre-con, and that's what we're doing. Now, this is not going to be an in-depth analysis of new cards, nor a budget upgrade guide. That video is coming later. This video is just to show everyone what cards are inside here. So we're going to talk about the new cards. We're also going to list every other card so you get a full idea of it and talk about all the cool stats and stuff. Um, But these pre-cons from this set, they all have 10 new cards each, and two of them are legendary creatures, one that's on the front of the box and one that's sort of like a backup commander, but they both come in sweet foils yeah we got the lead singer and the backup quarterback yeah the backup mm, quarterback. That metaphor worked yeah who <laughs> almost never plays so hopefully <laughs> but you always root for because your quarterback's not doing great and the backup quarterback always looks good as a result like, yeah well, just put them in there they might be they might yeah, be you better no they've been practicing yeah. right <laughs> they, right all right the lead singer though of this deck is clavileno first of the blessed it's one white and a black for a two two vampire cleric Whenever you attack, target attacking vampire that isn't a demon becomes a demon in addition to its other types. It gains, when this creature dies, draw a card and create a tapped 4-3 white and black vampire demon creature token with flying. All right. So this is an attack trigger. Anytime you attack, doesn't need to just be Clavileno. It could be any creature on the ground. You can choose a vampire when that's attacking and they become this special demon. When they die, you make a 4-3 flyer instead kind of cool it gives like a little bit of protection almost to your creature yeah or upgrades them yeah there's gonna be a lot of one one tokens running around in vampire decks and now they have the chance to become a four three demon yeah and vampire decks we know like to kind of go wide they make a lot of one one vampires yeah and that always leaves you susceptible to board wipes so if you got this trigger off a couple of times and you stack some dice triggers on a couple of your creatures all of a sudden yeah you could be like, oh, you board wipe me, but I still have, you know, four or five, four, three flyer demons now, which is, you know, now I'm just going to kill you with those. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. It also probably makes people not want to block your attackers as well, knowing that they can upgrade into a four, three. So yeah. you can just get them for that, you know, because they're like one ones with lifelink and stuff. And of course, if you have like sack outlets and things like that, you can, you know, choose to just upgrade the stuff yeah, on the totally. spot. You don't have to wait for your opponents to kill it. One thing I want to note is it says whenever you attack. So that's the trigger. Yeah. You're not going to get more than one of these per combat it's not like for each player you attack you get yeah, one. yeah 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 so you're without some help from you know well i won't name the cards because they're not in this deck but <laughs> y- you won't get more than you know one dies trigger demon turned in or vampire turned into demon per attack yeah you, you get one and that's it okay demonic all right the backup quarterback is carmen cruel sky marcher oh they're in the marching band that's why they're not playing <laughs> they're, they, they yeah well they're on the bench a lot so yeah, yeah. <laughs> carmen cruel sky marcher is three a white and a black for a two two vampire soldier with flying legendary of course it says whenever a player sacrifices a permanent put a one one counter on carmen and you gain one life whenever carmen attacks return up to one target permanent card with mana value less than or equal to carmen's power from your graveyard to the battlefield Ooh, we like battlefield better than hand yeah, returning up to one target permanent could be any permanent in your graveyard. And yeah, it could be lands. Power. Could be lands. Yeah, sneaky white ramp, as you like to call it. Yep. Um, the player sacrificing stuff, making it bigger, I've found that it doesn't actually happen as often as you think, especially if it's like a five-mana card, because oftentimes it's like, I always find that earlier turns... Oh, your fetch lands have already been played. Fetch lands, yeah, because they're the first lands to have your hand. Um, you but, might get like, yeah, one, one or, or, two. or two, but in general, you're going to have to 
make your opponent sacrifice things by playing eating effects probably right oh yeah that's actually a great idea instead of waiting for them to just hopefully have like an evolving wilds you're playing something that makes them sacrifice a creature honestly you could not even care about the sacrificing thing because the only thing you really get out of that is carmen gets bigger but you could make her bigger just by putting a sort of feast and famine on her yeah any amount of equipment um there's a bunch of i'm sure vampire lords as yeah. well that make them bigger um but that's pretty cool i i like the fact that you get something back from your graveyard. So it seems like great redundancy, um, especially like you said earlier, there's going to be board wipes against vampire decks. Yeah. Honestly, to make this type of effect powerful, sun titan type effects, you don't actually yeah. need to increase the CMC of what you're getting by very much. Even just getting small things back yeah. and attacking a few times is often enough value and you're kind of virtually tutoring if you make your graveyard big enough mm -hmm. it's not just that you're getting a thing back you're choosing what it is and you have a lot of choices so that seems powerful usually the lead singer is who you want to run as the commander of the pre-con out of the box but not always the case and these are kind of close in what they want so it'll be interesting to see yeah you know they both work really well with each other as well yeah so Okay, so those are the two new legendary creatures, and then there are eight new cards that are cards that go in your 99. They're not legendary. They can't be the commander. Um, so, well, let's go through those. Let's go through them. All right, here is numero uno. It is the Charismatic Conqueror. One in the white for a vampire soldier. That's a 2-2, two -two, so it's a bear. With Vigilance, whenever an artifact or creature enters the battlefield untapped and under an opponent's control, they may tap that permanent. If they don't, you create a 1-1 one, one white vampire creature token with lifelink. What? This is kind of sweet. So it's like an optional blind obedience, but if they take the option of, no, I want it to be untapped, you get a 1-1? One, one? Yeah. And I will say I play against blind obedience a lot, and every chance, every time it does tap something down, I go, oh, that is the worst thing that's happened to me in a while, especially if it's like a mana rock. Oh, yeah. Like you want to chain some mana rocks together or do something else, like with an arcane signet. Not going to happen. So Charismatic Conqueror is pretty sweet. And this, if this gets down on turn two and just sits there for the whole game, this is the kind of card that may make you like six, seven, eight, 20 one ones that are really slow your opponents down because yeah. like you said especially if it's on turn two and you're like the, one of the first players to go all their two mana rocks come in tapped oh my gosh it slows you down quite a bit uh yeah also later in the game the fact that it, you often need to play something to block right you get in a position yeah. where like oh okay uh there's scary stuff over there and all i need to do is to stabilize is play this thing i'll have a blocker i'll hold up my removal and i'll be fine yeah, yeah. and then you're like no because the thing you play is tapped and you're like, oh, crap. In that case, they're going to say, okay, fine, you have the 1-1, one -one, but that's good for you because maybe you're not even the one that's threatening them. You just get incidental value because they have to protect themselves. Yeah, and it's going to... I feel like it's going to happen a lot in a game, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it sucks to play a mana rock and not be able to use it that yeah. turn. <laughs> All right, the next new card is Alenda's Herophant. It is a uh, two and a white for a 1-1 one -one vampire cleric. Has flying. It says, whenever you gain life, put a 1-1 one -one counter on Alenda's Herophant. Okay. And then when it dies, create X11 one, one white vampire creature tokens with lifelink where X is its power. Okay, so another thing that cares about power, kind of like Carmen. I mean, this is a lot like just Alenda the Dusk Rose, right? The original Alenda. It makes sense because it's Alenda's Herophant. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know what Herophant means. Does it mean same as? <laughs> Copy? You're my hero. I fan over you. Yeah. I'm your hero fan. <laughs> <laughs> it means Stan. Yeah, I think your fan is some sort of like purveyor of knowledge of sorts. Um, oh, it's the keeper of Alinda's knowledge, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, oh. It's also a card in like the tarot decks and stuff. There's the hierophant, and it's like someone that knows of things. I suppose maybe okay. that's if that's completely wrong. <laughs> don't listen to me. So Alinda the Dusk Rose, uh, I believe, is when another creature dies. dies. Yeah, uh, you get one gets one, counters. one one counters, and this is when you gain life. Put a one one counter on Alinda's hierophant, and also it's when you gain life, not. Put one one counters equal to the amount of life you gained. Yeah. So if you gain ten all at once, you, you only get one. one counter. So you want a lot of you want many small instances of life gain, not a few big ones. Uh, and then when it dies, it does the same thing, makes a bunch of one one life linkers. And again, I think it's this sort of the same as Carmen, where you don't have to pump it from the one one counters it gets. You could also just put things on it that make it bigger, and then yeah, yeah. This card's pretty sweet. It is a little bit tougher to gain life to get one one counters compared mm -hmm. to Alinda the Dusk Rose, which is in the deck, by the way. Uh, we can just sacrifice creatures with a sack outlet or whatever. Um, but I still think like it could be a really big flyer too. That's true. After a certain point, that's true. Alinda does not have flying. Yeah, Alinda wants sack outlets for both its abilities. Yeah, sack creatures to make Alinda bigger, then sack, sack Alinda, Alinda to get the thing 
Alenis Herofont wants a sack outlet plus life gain, which are two different things. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's going to stretch you a little thinner. Yeah. But again, like we've already seen with Carmen, there are a lot of one ones with lifelink running around. So there is something happening there. All right, next up, we got March of the Canonized. It's X white white for an enchantment. When March of the Canonized enters the battlefield, create X one one white vampire creature tokens with lifelink. Hey. Okay. There you go. There you go. You got your life you lingers. And then at the beginning of your upkeep, if your devotion to white and black is seven or greater, create a four three white and black vampire demon creature token with flying. Okay, so there's a return of that four three demon that we saw from Clavelino. Yeah, it seems like once you get enough vampires together, they can do their sinister thing. You know, evil summoning de- demon summoning, <laughs> and yeah, get a four three. But the lifelink tokens, however, don't contribute towards your devotion to white and black. That's true. This enchantment it. does though; it has two white on it. Yeah, I will say though, it is kind of tough to get up to seven. Seven's a lot. <laughs> but even just X white white create X one one vampire creature tokens with lifelink in a vampire deck is very good quite good yeah yeah i think you'd almost certainly play that and so the the second ability is almost just gravy right yeah i think we've seen a lot of these recently which are x spells that are on enchantments um whether they're like doing damage or like getting rid of giving creatures minus x minus x mm-hmm. so this is kind of cool and of course we got to shout out dominic mayer on uh, the art here yeah that artwork is amazing dominic mayer is sort of the new it artist i think yeah. in magic his He's stuff is just awesome yeah so cool uh, all right. The next card is Redemption Choir. It's two white white for a three three vampire cleric with lifelink, and it has Coven. Jimmy, do you remember what Coven is? Yeah, uh, three witches gather around and they look at each other, and you're like, <laughs> "Are you buffer than me?" And the other one goes, "I am, but I'm less buff oh, you than do you." Know. It's like one of those. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> er, "It's like those questions, like is so and so is taller than this person, but, but shorter than this that." This one was shorter than. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you do know Coven is. Uh, if you control three or more creatures with different powers. Different, okay. Okay, so it says, when whenever Redemption Choir enters the battlefield or attacks, if you control three or more creatures with different powers, return target permanent card with mana value three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Oh. So Sun Titan something. Okay, for four mana instead, and it's got lifelink too on it. Yeah, but you do have to meet a criteria. Sun Titan <laughs> could be the only thing you've got, and it and doesn't it does it, yeah. It Which says, sometimes Sun Titan! Sun Titan! Uh, there are three people in the choir, notably. <laughs> That's true, because you need... And there are different sizes. Yeah, they are, they are different sizes. Um, this seems pretty good. I do think that if you don't have Coven and you have this in your hand, you don't like it. But if you do have Coven and you're going to have 1-1 one, one vampires running around with yeah. lifelink, and then both the commanders, I think, have different powers. Yeah, they're both at two. So this would be the third one. Yeah, and even if you have a 4-3 vampire, that's a, a oh, yeah. different two, right? They thought this out. Yeah. So you have a 1-1 one, one token, you got the commander, you got this, you can do it. Or if you have a 4-3 four, four, demon, the commander, and this, you can do it. I bet they're singing the song we sang, because it's the Redemption Choir. Now, wow, there's a vampire. What's your power? What's that's pretty power? sweet, actually, if they're singing that and raising a vampire <laughs> from the dead. That's pretty sweet. Um, this can also get lands, right? Yeah, exactly. It is that sneaky white ramp. I think, you know, there's now a couple of cards already we've talked about with that, and it makes sort of fetch land and evolving wilds and myriad yeah. landscapes even better than they already were so nice. yeah something to think about okay cool next up we got the dusk legion sergeant this is one in the black for a 2-2 a vampire soldier with menace Menace. it has an activated ability one in the black sacrifice dusk legion sergeant each non-token vampire creature you control gains persist until end of turn oh now that's another way to protect your board yeah so if it dies if it didn't have a negative one negative one counter on it it comes back within minus one minus one counter this is very similar to other cards like cauldron of souls things yep. that have done this in the past but yeah that's board wipe protection uh on an activated ability don't need to tap it you can activate the same turn you play it yeah now it won't bring back one ones because well it will i guess and then they get the negative one counter and just die or does it even bring them back yeah yeah i think they will come back because they didn't have minus one counter, and then state based effect means they die as soon as they enter so you might get another dice trigger or something yeah if that matters and there are a couple cards in this deck that like dies and dice triggers yeah and there could be some sack outlets for other cards where this just allows you to sack something and bring it back and even oh, sack it again yeah yeah yeah. Totally. like think of uh alenda's herophant yep. although that won't work super good because it'll just die immediately the second time and give you zero the original alenda though yeah <laughs> um it is interesting it says non-token vampire on here because tokens couldn't really work with persist anyway, right? Like, don't, tokens don't come back. With, yeah, it's a good point. They hit the graveyard and go away. Maybe they just don't want to flood the board with triggers. Or they don't like, want to yeah, confuse people. Yeah, like, wait a minute, it does have, it's going to come back, that 4-3 vampire I just made with Clavelinio. Yeah, I guess technically it hits the bin and you do get a persist trigger, but then there's no token to bring back because the token yeah, can't yeah. exist in the graveyard, and so I don't know how that works. Okay, yeah, we'd, have to ask, yeah, we'd have to ask Murph. <laughs> This is a pre-con environment. Yeah. Okay. The next card is Master of Dark Rites. 
It's one black mana for a 1-1 vampire cleric. You can tap and sacrifice another creature. Add black, black, black. Dark Ritual, anyone? Oh. Spend this mana only to cast vampire, cleric, and or demon spells. Oh, so that makes a lot of sense. We've already seen a bunch of clerics um, talked about today. I think uh, Clavelinio is a cleric and so is the Redemption Choir. Yeah, but they're all vampires, which right, they can also right. do. But you know what is a cleric, Jimmy? Um, what? Shadowborn Apostles. Hey, your white black deck. Yeah, I was thinking this is a pretty good card for that because yeah, that's really you don't cool. care about sacrificing a creature and you want the black 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 to cast three more Shadowborn Apostles. Or a demon a good that's point. just sitting in your hands. Good point. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like this card a lot. Yeah. It's nice and it feels balanced. Dark yeah, ritual. it's definitely fair. Yeah. Um, next up, we got the Promise of Aklazot. It's one in the black for an enchantment, but it has a adventure on it. So the adventure side is Foul Rebirth. It's a sorcery, and it says sacrifice a non-demon creature. If you do, create a 4-3 white and black vampire demon creature token with flying. Uh, and then the regular enchantment side is one in the black for an enchantment. At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice a non-demon creature. If you do, populate. Okay, so there could be tokens on both sides, but the populating means that you could double up that 4-3 that you've got. Yeah, and that makes sense because if you have a bunch of 1-1 lifelinkers, populating, you know, sacrificing one of them to populate doesn't really doesn't do do much. anything, yeah, unless you want a dice trigger. Yeah, something. so this allows you to make a 4-3, so now when you populate, you're turning that 1-1 one, one token kind of into a 4-3. Yeah, that's cool. Works good with Clavelanial as well, since that's another way to get 4-3 tokens on the board. So. Yeah, and we have so many cards that we've talked about that bring stuff back from the graveyard now, yeah. so that sacrificing stuff doesn't seem like a, a steep cost. Yeah, maybe you sacrifice uh, Lenda's Harrowfront anyway Ooh, and make it. and then bring it back yeah. with Carmen. <laughs> All right, uh, there's one more new card. It is called Order of Sacred Dusk. Hmm. It is six, a white, and a black. So eight mana total for a 5-5 Vampire Knight. But it has Convoke. That means your creatures can help cast this spell. Each creature you tap while casting the spell pays for one generic or one mana of that creature's color. Nice. So if you've got a bunch of 1-1 one, one lifelinkers, you could tap five of them, and then all of a sudden this only costs three mana. Ooh. Now, again, it's a 5-5. Five, five. It has Flying, Lifelink, and Haste. Okay. It has Exalted, and that means whenever a creature you control attacks alone, that creature gets one, one, plus one, plus one until end of turn. Oh. So if you Convoke out and tap all your creatures to cast this for cheaper, you can attack with it immediately, and it would be a 6-6 six, six flying lifelink haste. But it also says other vampires you control have Exalted. Whoa. So let's say in that same scenario, you tap five of your vampires to cast this for three. Yeah. Then you attack with it. You've got six exalted triggers because this has it and your other five vampires have it. Oh, it's so going to be an, huge. It's an 11-11. Flying lifelink haste. Yeah. So pretty interesting. It's a way to sort of take advantage of having a big board where maybe for whatever reason that's you can't get it. Like somebody's got a propaganda and you've yeah, got yeah. 20 creatures and you're like, crap, I can't get in there. But I can pay for propaganda once. So cast this bad boy or girl and then attack for a It's an order. There's a, million. a bunch of them in there. The, these bad people. <laughs> that's sweet. This is also a sweet win con because it's just, you're just going over the top. It's like, oh, you can block on my 1-1s. One They're not going to be enough to chip in for damage. How about a 12-12 yeah, in the boom. air? And the and, lifelink, big life swing, right? Yeah, huge life swing. So that's interesting. I think it's pretty good if you can get it down to like four mana or so. Okay, yeah. I'm down with it. I like I like these cards a lot. I think the Charismatic Conqueror is still the one that I'm enjoying the most, the one that is kind of like blind obedience but makes you 1-1s. One mm -hmm. I think Redemption Choir might be end up being pretty good because a, a Sun Titan effect for four mana... Yeah. If, you Sun know. Titan at six does now feel like, oh, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. To get a land back or yeah. whatever. This four is pretty good and, you know... This, I think, could see play outside of just a vampire deck, too, where oh, totally. if you're playing a deck, maybe it has partners, mm -hmm. you know, you've got Rogue Rock or something in there, okay. and all of a sudden, it's pretty easy when you cast this on four to have, yeah. you know, two other powers already, because, man, four mana, get uh, fetch land back out of your graveyard and then attack the next turn and get something else, yeah, that same sweet. fetch land, maybe, pretty great. Yeah, I think a lot of these actually are pretty playable outside of Vampire decks, which is great. Like March of the Canonized, if you just want to make a bunch of 1-1 one -one lifelinkers, I'd be down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is all of the new cards in the deck, but that doesn't mean we're done. We are still going to talk about the breakdown of the deck, what's inside, the reprint value. Uh, you know, we've been, we've had some ups and downs this year. We have. We've uh, we've had some decent reprint value. We've also had some reprint value. Commander Masters. Commander Masters. That, that oh. made people a little bit upset. Is cough okay? You yeah. said two full words <laughs> when you Masters. coughed. That was yeah. wild. Um, <laughs> so, let where does this fall on that continuum? Are we going to be happy or are we going to be frustrated again? We're going to find out right after we come back from these messages from our sponsors. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, my new deck list is complete. Now, let's see which cards I don't already own and buy them. Wait! How'd you do that without going through a million boxes? Oh, I just use Architect. They make it super easy to upload and manage your collection. Then when you're done brewing a deck, you can sort it by collection status to see what you already have. So this group is just cards you don't own? Yep, I just click buy this stack and it takes me right to Card Kingdom. Whoa. Architect is the best place to browse, brew, and playtest commander decks. Just go to architect.com slash command zone to get started. That's A-R-C-H-I-D-E-K-T dot com slash command zone. Welcome back everybody. We are discussing and revealing the Blood Rites pre from the Lost Caverns of Ixalan. Those are my fangs. <laughs> is it? Ne- are you like obligated to hiss when you have fangs? Evidently, because every vampire movie, they so, yeah. some vampire at some point does that. Yeah, but they could also not. Yeah, right? like at some point, someone be like, hey, "Are you a vampire?" That, or that's kind of dumb. Yeah, I got confused. <laughs> I got confused. All right, now it's time to break down what is happening inside this deck. We've gone down into the gutters or the lost caverns, I suppose, and we've analyzed all of the the gutters. Do 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 stats. They have stats in the caves as well. It's just a universal stats hiss stats hiss. <laughs> that, uh, that's for the snake deck later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. There's a snake deck. They hiss too. Yeah. There's snake, not a snake a cat, deck or in Scatters of, oh. of Ixalan, yeah. <laughs> I guess you could be, uh, yeah, you could be all three. It'd be a crazy creature. All right. Let's talk about the Blood Rites deck stats. We have nine cards in this deck that ramp. Very good. Um, good. We do want about 10, maybe 12. I probably put more in here yeah. because it's white black and you just need the help. Uh, you have 10 sources of card draw. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. But I would also increase that too if I had the choice. Eight pieces of targeted interaction. Pretty good. And this is white-black, one of the best removal colors uh, pairings in the game. 
three board wipes, which is a little bit more than they usually do. So it feels a little high since you want to go wide, but it might be that because of the fact that you have dice triggers you're adding. Yeah. And you can protect with this persist thing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it's a situation where wiping the board. Is good. Is kind of good for you, yeah. Your yeah. stuff wants to die, that kind of stuff, yeah. And then finally, 37 lands, which is like way too many. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's perfect. It's pretty good, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. That's what you want. That selling looks pretty good. I think ramps slightly low and maybe at one or two targeted removals we'd want up. But I mean, it's right in the, yeah, it'll it's in the range. It. It's in the range, it'll yeah. do the thing, yeah. All right, deck specific stuff. This is a vampire themed deck. So how many vampires are in the deck? 36. Okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. I, I, we say this all the time, but just to reiterate, when we are centering our deck around a theme, we usually like to see around 30 of that mm-hmm. in the deck. So if it's an elf deck, we want around 30 elves. If it's an artifact deck, actually artifact decks usually have like 50 artifacts. Yeah. But in general, like if it's an instance and sorceries deck, you want around 30 instance and sorceries in it. And so there's a, you know, even above that, which is great. Because if yeah. your deck can function and you've got way more of your theme, it's just better. Yeah, you're totally fine. There are 23 vampire matters cards in okay. the deck. A yeah. lot of the vampires also care about vampires. Yeah, so there's some overlap there. Yep. There are 16 dies triggers. Okay. So that does go along with the board wipes, I think. If there's that many dies yeah. triggers, then you actually want your stuff to die, then maybe you're, you're happy to board wipe even when you have a big board. There are eight sack outlets. Eight sack outlets. That seems high. That's great, by the way. Yeah, those last two tell the story that this has gotten aristocrats sub-theme. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are 11 token makers. More things to sack. And then there are seven attack trigger cards. Okay. Which is interesting. Not a main theme of the deck, but that's... Definitely a sub-theme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So again, the overall deck contents are 10 new cards, one main set card. That means from the Lost Caverns of Ixalan, the main set. So it's technically a reprint, but we're not going to count it when we talk about reprint value Mm because we don't know the value of it right now because the cards haven't been revealed. (laughs) Yeah. There are 68 reprints in the deck and 21 basic lands. Okay. So that's a lot of basic basic lands. lands. Yeah, Yeah, it would be nice to, you know, turn five or six of those basic lands into some other kind of dual land. (laughs) There's plenty out there to choose from. We'll see if that hurt us in the reprint section, which we're about to get to. All right, so reprint value. So again, as always, this is the reprint value at the time that we record the episode. Obviously, once the deck gets revealed and people know what's in it, prices are going to fluctuate and change. And as always, these numbers are not taking into account the new cards, like the 10 we just talked about today, because again, we have no idea what they're going to be valued at. They have not been revealed. The world doesn't know they exist, so we can't... Well, now they do. Oh, that's true. As soon as, <laughs> That's true. They're probably already up on Card Kingdom with their price. We yeah, just, that's a good point. But we just, you know, in the past when we're recording this, can't see that. Yeah. Okay. Let, for context, uh, keep in mind, first of all, it appears that the Lost Caverns of Ixalan pre-cons are going for about $40 online. Oh, okay. All right. So you can find it for around that price. They don't release MSRP anymore, so we just kind of have to average out what we see out there, and that's yep. what we see. So let's look at the last few sets before we get to this, just for comparison's sake. So the average pre-con reprint value of the Lord of the Rings decks, this is if you added up all the reprint value and then... Averaged it. And then, yeah, divided by four, uh, was about $126.44. Okay. Commander Masters was $152.06. But, if you all remember, our disappointment here is that these were twice the price of usual pre-cons. They were pre-selling for a lot. And so, it... It's almost the equivalent of if it's worth $76 rather than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which is awful. (laughs) It's also a reprint set, so it was definitely a little disappointing. I mean, a lot disappointing. (laughs) Uh, Wilds of Eldraine, the average was $112.90, so $113 or so. Okay. Doctor Who was $110.17. Okay. So I'd say above 100 where you're generally happy with. It's when we get into the 90s that we start to be disappointed. And if anything's in the 80s, it's yeah. pretty bad. That's why Commander Masters is like the worst we've seen if you count it at half its value, which is 76. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd say anything above like 110 is good. Yeah. Anything above 120 is very good. So what is Blood Rights, Jimmy? It is an astounding $160. What? This is the highest average reprint value this entire year. It's beaten every other single set of pre-cons, regardless of what their shelf price was. Yeah. And I we don't have these stats in front of us, but from recollection, I think it would beat last year and the year before. It yeah. might be one of the highest numbers we've ever seen. Ever. Yeah. 160 is nuts. Yeah. Uh, especially considering the price tag is... 40 bucks. So this is very, very good. Yeah, there's a lot of sweet cards in here. And just based on the stuff that we talked about, it's not all vampire stuff either, which is cool. Yeah. So um, there's another way we've been uh, sort of stating the reprint value. Rachel came up with this because of the fact that 
commander precons fluctuate in price yeah they're not they haven't standardized like they always cost this different sets cost different amounts i think lord of the rings was a little bit higher on yeah. the cost as well so the average precon reaper value is actually hard to determine what the real full value is because again the prices that you're buying for, for are different yeah the, for comparison's sake it's just tough to tell when the prices of the things are different by this reprint value so uh rachel came up with this bang for your buck which is basically a, a number that tells you for every one dollar you spend about how much in reprint value do you get back? Mm-hmm. So when you look at it through that lens, Lord of the Rings, for every dollar you spend, you get about $2.53 in reprint value back. Gotcha. Commander Masters, you get about $1.90. Oh, so that's a big difference there. Yeah, quite yeah. a bit lower. Wilds of Eldraine, $2.82. Okay. So it's actually higher than Lord of the Rings, even though the Wilds of Eldraine decks averaged out to less reprint value right. because you paid less for the Wilds of Eldraine decks. Compared to the Lord of the Rings one, which yeah. are very hot, yeah. Doctor Who, you get about $2.20 back. Someone's on the low end of value. Remember, these reprint values don't take into account the, the value cards. of the new cards, and the Doctor Who decks had a lot more new cards. They yeah. usually had like 30, whereas like, for instance, Blood Rites only has 10. So the reprint value is naturally going to be higher in decks where there are more reprints, you know, yeah. just total number of reprints. So. And we take it at the time, too, because people later on may be like, oh, I really like the alternate arts that are in Doctor yeah. Who, and those will make the prices go up. But again, at the time of recording the episodes. So the Blood Rites deck is... For every $1 you spend, $4 (laughs) of reprint value back. So very, very high on this scale for sure. There's not even a single one of these that broke $3 and this broke that into the $4 range. Yeah, kind of nuts. Yeah, that is really nuts. This is very uncommon, so it's kind of cool to see this happen. Yeah, I'll be interested to see the other three decks and if this is an anomaly or all of these are high on the reprint value. Because there's just a lot of treasure on Ixalan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've been saving that one up. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now where does this reprint value come from i would hope it would come from a number of high value reprints rather than a bunch of mid-level reprints and that is kind of what we see we're going to talk about the notable reprints here and these are the cards that are worth five dollars or more yeah this time around there are six of them usually there's only just a few so let's start off with the big hitter it's exquisite blood a big combo piece obviously very good with decks that are gaining life and it is a 35 dollar card at the time of recording. Yeah, that's crazy. It is a card that people like a lot. It does obviously combo, but it's good on its own as well. Yep. 35 bucks. I didn't realize it was quite that high. Yeah. But I... We, Not we, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as we just said that, it went down in price, of course. Um, but I've... We've both said for years, there's no earthly reason why these pre-cons can't always just have like a $25 card in there. Yeah. So this is great. I, I wish they would do this every time. Yep. Um, the next card is Alenda the Dusk Rose, which we did mention earlier. It's a $13 card at the time we're recording this. Yeah, it was only printed in the original Ixalan, I think. And it's obviously very good in Vampire decks, so that's yep. up there. Uh, next up is a card that has seen a ton of play because it's one of the best creatures in the world you can sacrifice. It's Bloodgast. Yep. So that's been going for $11, and that's just a great card. That card goes in so many different decks. Yeah, a good value piece, a good combo piece as well. Yeah, totally. Uh, the next one is New Blood. Also $11. Better than the old blood. <laughs> hey, 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 hold on. <laughs> wow, wait, oh, oh, shoot. That's us, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Oh, crap. We're not young bloods no more. <laughs> uh, next up is Pact of the Serpent, a good title spell. It's $6.50. And then the last card over $5 is Twilight Prophet, $6. Okay. Love this that is, card. That card's sweet. Yeah. This, is, this list is kind of crazy because I would say generally pre-cons when we do this, there's one card, maybe, that's above 10 above bucks. Above 10, yeah. Like, we could expect Bloodgast, and then everything else. Maybe there's two or three other cards, but they're in the $6, $7 yeah. range. Yeah, yeah, This has four cards above 10, one's 30. I mean, geez, I don't think we could really ask for more. This just seems like, you know, the the, the best reprint value we've ever seen, probably. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm very excited to check out the other uh, deck reveals, and they're all going to be different creators and stuff, so make sure you go and support that content as well. Yep, and of course, we will do our own uh, pre-con upgrades for all of the pre-cons, and in the pre-con upgrades for the other three decks, we will do a value breakdown similar to what we did for this one, because you can't really compare our value breakdown to somebody else's because they take the prices at different points and yeah, things like that. Yeah, totally. So totally. We're, we're comparing to our own numbers throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. And of course, you're going to be able to find the full deck list of this in the show notes. So if you want to see what other cards are in there, because obviously these are the noble reprints, but there are going to be other cards in here that you're like, oh, wow, I really wanted that. So glad it's in here. You can probably predict a bunch of them based on the conversations we've had too. Yeah, we are going to now read off the remaining reprints in 
the deck in full. This is something that we just started doing recently and people said they liked. But if you're only here for the new cards and the breakdown and stuff, feel free to take off. Uh, or if you just want to click the link and check it out. But also, sometimes there are new artworks and things like that. So we get to oh, show yeah. every single card to you so you can see literally what every single card that is in this deck, what version of artwork or if there's new artwork or anything. So. Yeah, and they'll change like flavor text and stuff sometimes too. So yeah, that's true. Cool stuff. Okay, so without further ado, Jimmy, you want to take it away? We have the first card in the set alphabetically is Arcane Signet. Hmm, classic. No, obviously. <laughs> it was obviously going to be in there, yep. The next one is Austere Command. Oh, that's one of the board wipes. Yep. The next card is the card that is reprinted from the main set. So it's going to be a new card for a lot of you seeing it for the first time. It's Bartolome del Presidio. Yep, so this is technically a reprint, but it is from the main Lost Caverns of Ixalan. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit, I don't even know what it does. I just see the name on a list. Yeah, well, everyone that's, that's watching the video can be reading it now. It's probably a vampire. If you're listening to the podcast, yeah, you can assume it's a vampire. <laughs> okay. And it's a pretty cool dude because it's Bartolome. It's a sweet name. <laughs> yeah. Del Presidio. What a cool name. Yeah, that is really cool. All right, the next card is Blade of the Blood Chief. Oh, that's a great way to pump up the power yep. of your commanders. Uh, Blood Artist. So there is the Aristocrats theme we were talking about. Yeah, a sack Outlet in Alinda's Hero Font and Blood mm-hmm. Artist, and you, you're good to go. Uh, the next one is Bloodline Necromancer. It's a vampire. <laughs> the next one is Blood Tracker. Blood Tracker. There's a lot of blood. It was on Sesame Street, evidently. Yeah, <laughs> it's counting. Uh, the next one is a staple in the format, Bojukabog. Ooh, okay. And then after that, a card that is a nightmare for our Game Nights editors. It is Butcher of Malakir. Now, you want to talk about making everyone sacrifice stuff for the Carmen deck. This card is going to get you there. Oh, wow. It's very powerful, but yeah, causes a lot of cascading triggers that, yeah. I bet yeah. if we ask the Game Nights editors, like, list of least five or five Top five worst you know least favorite cards yeah. to have people play that would be on the list oh yeah <laughs> uh the next one is champion of dusk yep that's a classic vampire card yep uh, and then you got command tower you expect it you always gotta have command tower in there and then after that you got commander sphere Ooh, very good uh and then we got the cordial vampire oh it's a very nice vampire hello welcome in if uh, our canadian friends i think would say cordial vampire cordial yeah <laughs> uh then we have crossway troublemakers okay and then we've got another uh uh, aristocrats piece it's yep. the cruel celebrant the celebrant and the cordial vampire don't get along yeah one's <laughs> cruel one's out. cordial yeah yeah they're like what's up dude the next one is one of our targeted removal spells and also one of our board wipes oh yeah it's damn 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 this card is great yeah i love this <laughs> damn card. this card rocks damn this card rocks <laughs> Uh, and then we have a vampire that's Drana, Liberator of Malakir. That's another way to pump up your creatures. Yep. After this is a nice little value piece, Dusk Legion Zealot. Oh, you're... you're. There you go. There's with the persist. Okay, yeah. There and you're you ready to sacrifice this thing. Yep. <laughs> Next up, we got Etchings of the Chosen. Nice. I like how you said that. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have Falconrath Noble. Ooh. I now, can say things cool. I urge everyone to read this card like <laughs> six times because it is so confusing sometimes <laughs> when the triggers happen. It definitely triggers at times when you think it wouldn't and yeah, doesn't exactly. trigger at times when you think yeah. it would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, Glass Cast Heart. Okay. After that is Heirloom Blade. Very good. And then another member of the party, everyone's having fun here. It's the Indulgent Aristocrat. Almost everyone's having fun. One one creature's not having fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one's indulging a lot. Yeah. Uh, after that is Isolated Chapel. Okay. And then we got Kindred Boon. Great for table decks. Then there's Legion Lieutenant, if you want to pump up your vampires. Spoiler alert, you do want to point, pump them up. You do. <laughs> you want to do that. Uh, we have the Martyr of Dusk as the next one. Then it's Maverin Fane, Dusk Apostle. We have a Dusk theme, these last two oh, cards. Oh, yeah. okay. And we had the Blood theme, it's, we got the Dusk theme. It's not nighttime. It's not, you know, afternoon. It is in between those two things. Yeah, they can only exist for like a very short period of time. And they're like, ah, I'm done. I, I think vampires probably are around a lot at dusk because it's like, is it down? Is it down? Yes. And yeah. Then, or they're like, but we get a little like, what is the sun like? <laughs> yeah. I can kind of see it, but it can't see me. <laughs> I forget if the Ixalan vampires can go out in the sun. I kind of feel like they can. Isn't Vona just like on a beach? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't. Yeah, they're not like Amer- the Western vampire descriptions, right? Yeah. Um, next up, we got Mindstone. Okay, then uh, after that, we have Myriad Landscape. Okay, and then we have the new upgraded Nighthawk Scavenger. The new hotness. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Then we have Oathsworn Vampire. Very cool. And then a throwback to a classic vampire, it's Olivia's Wrath. And then we have a Bounce Land, Orzhov Basilica. And then we got the Signet, Orzhov Signet. And then we have Path of Ancestry, a staple in any deck that cares about a certain creature type. And then we've got Patron of the Vein. Nice. After that is Radiant Destiny. Very cool. And then an old school, but a goodie, uh, Return to Dust. Is it a goodie? 
it used to be good. Yeah, I feel like this is a replacement. It's a little too costly. For sure, yeah. After that, we have Rogue's Passage. Oh, that's that's a win con. <laughs> yeah, if you want to sneak in uh, some, you know, one big hit of damage, maybe with that Order of Sacred Dusk. Oh, yeah. This will do that, yeah. Sanctum Seeker up next. After that is Secluded Courtyard. Okay, and then we have Shine Shadow Snarl, another non-basic land. And then we have the most powerful card in the history of magic maybe and they put it in this pre-con just wow. for you it's soul ring <laughs> yeah if you're following along alphabetically <laughs> you know we were gonna get there and we do have one uh planeswalker it's soren lord of innistrad soren, He's a good old soren uh after that is swift foot boots great card and then yeah, so- did you get that in our uh, drafting equipment episode? I did. Nice. I didn't get lightning greaves, but I got my boots. Who got lightning greaves? I forget. Yeah, this <laughs> handsome fella to my right. <laughs> uh, after that is Swords of Plowshares, which does not work against Swiftfoot boots or lightning greaves. That's a good point. Lightning greaves not in the deck. Swiftfoot boots is. In I just want to be clear about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> after that is Tainted Field. Uh, Talisman of Hierarchy. Everybody needs uh, a little bit of mana for a little bit oh, of yeah. pain. Yep. After that is Temple of Silence, the Scry Land. Everyone needs a little bit of silence. <laughs> And then Temple of the False God. I guess 37 lands makes sense. Yeah, and if with enough card draw, yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, after that is Timothar, Baron of Bats. Oh, that's a fun one. Uh, and then another land, Unclaimed Territory. Nice. And then another removal spell that was an old school powerhouse, Utter End. Oh, you can probably also find a replacement to this. Yeah, it seems four mana is a lot these days. Especially if you're going to be getting so much life, you can do the one that makes you lose three. It's good in a pre-con environment, but yeah. Yeah, totally. And and still totally playable, yep. by the way. Uh, next up, we got Vault of the Archangel. This is just such a good land in this Yeah, day. for sure. Uh, after that is Village Rights. Okay, so here comes some sack outlets. Yep. Viscera Seer, another sack, sack outlet. outlet. There yeah. you go. Maybe yeah. the best sack outlet, uh, non-altar sack outlet. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Uh, after that is Voldaren Estate. All right. And then we have Vona, Butcher of Magan. The Vona making, uh, that's an old school Game Nights reference right there. Yeah, that's well, Christine Sprankle yep. dressed up as Vona for our episode. Her cosplay was, a, you know, not quite as good as ours, but close. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> knocked it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next is a classic Wayfarer's Bobble. Which I've seen a lot of reprints for recently, which is Remember fantastic. when this was a little expensive? Yeah. It's yeah. not anymore. They've reprinted it a lot. They've, yeah, they've it, done a good job. Every pre cut environment, I think they can put it in, they do. Yeah. Uh, Welcoming Vampire, great draw engine, and it's Vampire in this deck. Welcoming Vampire, Cordial Vampire, maybe even Indulgent Aristocrat are like in the corner. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're like talking like about about Cruel Celebrant. Like, why is he so cruel? He so I'm cruel? welcoming. Yeah, I'm yeah. Cordial. Welcoming Vampire has to welcome everyone though. Yeah. So they're like, oh, fine. Yeah, I'll go come say on hi in. to him. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we have Wind Brisk Heights. Okay. And then finally, we got one more sack outlet and a great creature. It's a Yeheni Undying Partisan. I always forget that Yeheni is a vampire. Yeah. And a Etherborn, Etherborn yeah, yeah, at the same time. All right, and then there are eight plains and 13 swamps. Okay. So those are your 21 basic lands. Yep, very, very cool. All okay, right. that is the entirety of the deck. You have now heard it. You have now seen it. Uh, Jimmy, what are your initial impressions of this deck? I, I like it a lot. I've never built a vampire deck. Um, I've just been beaten to death by, by Edgar. Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is just two colors without red, sadly. But it seems like it's a really powerful deck based on just the cards we've read. Uh, and the eight sack outlets makes it seem like you're going to be taking a lot of game actions and then always sort of doing stuff, which is great. Yeah, that's how I read the stats, too, and looking at the cards is I think you're going to have a lot of different angles of attack, which is nice. Yeah. You will be able to go wide, it seems like, but you can also probably go tall with the demons. Mm-hmm. And then you m- probably have some lines of play with the sack outlets out to really do some complicated sequencing and yeah. cool stuff that I think, you know, more veteran players will like. So there feels like there's something there for everybody. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to play. And also a creature-based deck that doesn't won't fo- won't fold to board wipes, right? Yeah, that's big. Because it's kind of built to die, and even you might want to mm-hmm, wipe sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like that too. Because it always feels bad to play a deck that's very like permanent and creature-based, and one board wipe, and you're like, I, okay, I'm not playing Magic until somebody wins this. Yeah, I think actually out of all the new cards, I can find a place for at least five of them in my current decks too, which is always a good sign. Because I, I love buying pre-cons, playing them for a little bit and then taking them apart yeah. and ha- and not wasting and I saw a lot of cards in the other non-new cards I'm like oh I definitely could put a Viscerous here in one of my decks very cool alright to the listeners what do you think about this deck are you excited about it what new cards are going to slot perfectly into your existing commander decks let us know in the comments on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now uh, <laughs> oh yeah I keep forgetting that <laughs> 
No, we just decided we're going to call it Twitter forever. Yeah, I'm just glad that Twitter.com still works. Yeah. Because I don't want to type X.com. And, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about also, it. Also, you know what? what if it doesn't work? Oh. Yeah. Also, I really like saying like, oh, yeah, just like X and Y and Z in like yeah. as replacement <laughs> words. And now every time I do it, I'm like, oh, someone might get confused. I'm talking about X. Oh, no. It's crazy. <laughs> you invented a word in a brand that people refer to as like a verb and stuff and yeah. then decided, no, we don't want that. So many brands on the planet would kill for that. And you're like, nah. Nah. It's so weird. Yeah. All right. Uh, a brand that... We're not like nah. Instead, we're like yeah. Yeah. It's cardkingdom.com slash commands. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole endorsement. Yep. Just go there. Yep. No. We're not like now. We're like yeah. Yeah. If you're like us, you're going to buy these commander precons. Card Kingdom is a great place to do that. You're going to buy a bunch of the singles you want from Lost, Caver- Lost Caverns of Ixalan. So many. Card Kingdom is a great place to do that. And the great thing is they have a huge inventory. If you're building new decks around any of these commanders or the backup singers, sorry, the... Uh, what the backup quarterbacks <laughs> i was like i made a joke earlier um then card kingdom is a great place to do it because you often add like you know 67 uh, 85 90 cards go. to your to your you'll card. cut later you're gonna cut them later yeah, yeah and then yeah. the great thing about card kingdom is you hit checkout and it's not like 20 different little vendors are going to send you packages that are going to tr- you know trickle in over the course of a couple of weeks card kingdom is going to get it to you all at once in one package and then as soon as you get it you can sleeve it up and you can play already yeah, so that's what yeah it's at. cardkingdom.com slash command and don't forget to check out our new tiktok account uh no dances yet big emphasis on yet yeah maybe major emphasis on I yet think they should just take us singing the world is a vampire and put that on tiktok oh yeah i don't even think we're monetized on TikTok, and then people so are gonna, gonna be like matter. how do i unsubscribe yeah, something like, oh, my ears yet. are bleeding <laughs> that's the whole point we're vampires we're we vampires want you to oh yeah. that's perfect <laughs> drink from the fountain uh yeah you can find the link for that in the show notes below and of course you can also find the link to ultrapro.com slash command if you're too lazy to type it into your <laughs> browser bar uh that is the place to go if you want to buy any of the game accessory products that josh and I trust our own collections too. Again, Lost Caverns of Ixalan has some of the coolest art and the the, the art is on playmat and it really just jumps out at you. So whether it's a playmat, a wall scroll, deck box, sleeves, you name it, Ultra Pro's got it. They also just have the normal basic stuff if you just want a single color. They have a satin tower deck boxes. I just love those for traveling. Uh, they, you know, We trust Ultra Pro to make the best stuff on the market and you can trust them too. Just go on the ultrapro.com slash command and check out their amazing inventory. Yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for listening and big thanks to our amazing team here at the Command Zone who is Damon Lenz, Eric Lem, Megan Yip, Gaurav Galati, Jordan Pridgen, Jamie Block, Arthur Meadowcroft, Manson Lung, Josh Murphy, Jake Boss, Sam Wallow, Evan Limberger, Katie Cole, Mitch Trafford, and Rachel Weeks. All right. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next time. Get out yep. there and get these precons. They're sweet. Well, yeah. And uh, hit subscribe if you're not already. We're going to be talking about the Lost Caverns of Ixalan for or a bit. Oh uh, yeah, a few more <laughs> weeks. We're gonna cover most of the cards in the set, so stay tuned. Alright, bye everyone. Peace. Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com. Or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. <laughs> 